Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Experience Insights podcast. Um, I'm Barb, and I am really happy to have with me today Van Diamondakis, the CMO of Persado. Welcome, Van. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. I was um, looking at Prasada's website and looking at the company and what it does, and I was actually very interested because I am, of course, myself not only um, a journalist but a content marketer, so I thought this would be a really good topic to talk about on the podcast. So can before we start talking about what Prasado does, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and then how you came to join the company? Sure. I'd love to, Barb. Well, um, I've been in technology, I guess, 25 years in marketing and started um, in Silicon Valley, you know, for 20 years working for companies like Oracle and WebEx and Riverbed Technology. And and then I um, met this really interesting CEO um, who runs a a Dublin-based technology company called Corval, and I moved to Ireland. So been, been in Ireland here five years. And since then, um, worked at Sage, uh, was EVP of global marketing for Sage Group, kind of like the uh, QuickBooks of Europe. They do a lot more than that. And then I reconnected with an old friend, Alex Vasidis, uh, who is the CEO of Persado. And so that's, that's where my journey led me. So here we are. I've been the CMO of Persado now for a few months, and I'm really enjoying it. It's um it's a really good company because it talk it it sounds like it's got a very well it does have a very strong focus on content and writing great content. So um, one of the things I really caught my attention obviously was on the homepage where it says that words are the DNA of marketing. So tell me a little bit about what Persado does and what that means for you exactly. Yeah, it's really a fascinating company with some very unique IP. So at Persado. We're really the leading marketing technology company that uses AI and data science at the, at the language layer to generate the most compelling digital marketing creative. And like you said, you know, harnessing the full power of words. Um, it's really interesting. We go deeper, much deeper than A-B testing or, you know, multivariate testing. We use experimental design. And, you know, people talk about AI. And, yes, you know, we've got very unique AI, you know, algorithms, natural language processing. But what's really special about Cursado is that we have the world's largest marketing language knowledge base. So we have in this knowledge base over 1 million words and phrases that have been tagged and scored against six language characteristics. So we break down language into six, you know, pieces or characteristics. There's the, the narrative, the brand narrative. So the tone and manner of, of the marketing copy of the advertising, uh, the brand copy. There's the emotional appeal. And at Prasado, we look at 15 different emotions and how you can communicate um, your story in a motive way. And we have the descriptive part of the message, which is, you know, how do you describe and talk about your product or service? The call to action, how would you say that exactly to engage with the customer? And we have formatting. Believe it or not, things like bold, bolding type or italicized type or even the right emoji at the end of an email subject line makes a big difference in engagement. Then there's the positioning. How does it all fit together? 
um, in an ad unit, whether it's a you know a display ad or it's Facebook or it's Instagram or it's a, a web page. So we really get down to the atomic level of language and how language is generated, and and we've run you know thousands and thousands of experiments against millions of consumers across several industries. So we have a really good idea of how language works um, and what language speaks to different personas and different verticals. And it changes different times of the year, products change, competition changes. So it's really the power of this, of this knowledge base um, that, that, that makes us different and makes us uh, apart and, and the results, you know, that we generate for our customers are, are pretty amazing. How, how did you come to build a knowledge base like that? Like is, it, is it from getting content from other places, or did you just build it kind of on your own? Well, the company started in, in 2012, actually 12, 12, 12. Uh, but before that, the founders, um, Asaf and, and Alex, um, they, they founded another company called Upstream Media that did mobile messaging you know, worked with major telcos um, and, and they did the same type of thing, but, you know, with push and SMS messaging. So they, they built that kind of knowledge base there, uh, but then they, they started this Persado and, and, and they took that, they took that knowledge and those insights and then expanded it across, you know, all digital channels and beyond. I mean, we've got customers, um, you know, huge, huge customers. One customer in particular is one of the world's leading, you know, PC server and storage companies. And we run, you know, most of their digital marketing, their direct response digital marketing. And, you know, what we glean from running these campaigns, we know what language works and doesn't work across products, across, you know, segments and personas. We take those insights and we brief them into uh, their agency their direct response agency, and then they use that language and those insights to write TV, radio, and direct marketing scripts. So actually these insights go beyond digital to offline media, and they're, they're, they're just getting tremendous results, even on the offline media. It's interesting that some people say you can't automate or you can't improve the way you write content through AI. That it's just it's too creative and it's too you, there's a certain way you have to do it but but there are companies like yours that are finding ways to kind of make the content to find the right way to say things and i just find i just try to wrap my head around how how that works like for because every company would be different you, i mean obviously there's industries and there's certain terminology and there's certain ways to say things but even still, even every company and every person they talk to or every customer really has a different expectation of how you talk to them today. Yeah, it's so true, you know, and, and there's times when creative directors and copywriters and, hey, I was in the advertising agency business for 10 years in a prior life. Um, so I, I totally get it. You know, I talk to creative directors and copywriters and they're a little, you know, concerned about it. It's going to take my job. I say, no, look, you guys are awesome. You're like Tony Stark, but we're your Iron Man suit. We take what you do and we just make it better because, you know, you can't, you can't store, you know, computational learning in your brain. You can't have a massive database in your head. Right. And so we start with um, our clients or customers, 
creative. And from there, you know, we, we break it down into these subcategories and, and develop experiments. Usually there's a control, which is the, the, the campaign from the customer, and we do 16 different variants that the machine generates. And then we test, and then it comes back. Um, and then the machine pulls it together into the winning, um, you know, Facebook ad, Instagram, <clears throat> you know, display, email, subject line, body copy, web page, whatever it is. And it's not just a machine, you know, it's, it's humans and machines that make this work because, you know, we also have campaign managers and linguistic experts and project managers. So um, it's a technology and services solution. And we work with our customers hand in glove throughout this whole process. Um, it might sound complex, but it's really not. I mean, we can get campaigns up and running um, with our customers, you know, within a week, you know, at the minimum, the average is like 17 days. So there's no heavy integration. It's not one of those MarTech solutions where, you know, the marketing ops people are, you know, like running scared. It's literally really easy. And we have built-in integrations with Oracle Marketing Cloud, Adobe Marketing Cloud, Salesforce, and many other ESPs. So we just try to make it as easy as possible for our customers to get this next level of performance. And, you know, I really feel there's a massive confidence crisis um, with CMOs, with their creative these days. You know, in fact, there's all these CMO studies that we read, right? So this Nielsen CMO report from 2018 says 71% of CMOs don't believe in their creative's ability uh, to drive results. And, you know, there's another report, I think it's from Forrester, it talks about 66% of CMOs aren't hitting their business targets, yet we invest a lot of money in creative and production, and it's mostly guesswork, like we were talking about. You know, sure, there's focus groups and A-B testing and these really lightweight type of um, tools that we use, but, you know, we don't run any other part of our marketing machine on guesswork. Like, we use, you know, data science and AI and make extremely accurate data-driven decisions for, like, targeting and segmentation, marketing mix optimization, how we buy media, promotions and discounts, dynamic pricing. You know, we do all that based on hard data, yet for creative, we don't. And it's guesswork. So I think it's a right. – I, I really believe, you know, it's, it's one of the last, if not the last big – greenfield opportunity for CMOs and marketers that are looking for the next, what's my next big, you know, step change in performance, you know, because I'm doing the same things over and over again and I'm not getting different results. I'm investing in my MarTech stack. I'm plowing more money into it. I'm even throwing a Hail Mary at times and I'm blaming my agency. So I fire my agency <laughs> or I'd say, Oh, our brand is wrong. So I do a rebranding maybe a name change. I mean, we've all seen this and we're laughing about it, right? Like I've, I've done it, you know, like yeah. we'll try anything because we're getting pressure from our CFO, from our CEO, you know, we need, we need more performance. Yeah. We need more leads. We need more e-commerce revenue. So, you know, this is, I think Prasado is like the, the best kept secret that no one's ever heard of, best company no one's ever heard of. And, and so, you know, we're trying to, trying to change all that. Um, does it, it works? So it works kind of for advertising, and does it also work for long-form content like white papers? Can you use it 
to create better, do better creative in your eBooks and your white papers and your blog content? No, not yet. Not long form. You know, it's typically it's typically shorter, um, shorter messaging like you'd see in a in a display ad or Facebook or Instagram. We do we do do some body copy for email body copy and some kind of you know promotions on on web pages and things like that. Uh, but it's it's not long form yet. But it doesn't mean that we can't we can't get there on that. Yeah, I can just I can see the possibilities there because especially when you're doing working with um, external agencies who write content for you, you want to keep a brand voice and you want to keep a consistent message, and it's really hard to share that kind of knowledge and make sure that what comes back is the voice and the message that you want to want to you know put out there for people yeah so i could actually see this working very well for that too brand voice is very important and you know we've added what we call narrative intelligence this last year and it's really made a big difference because you know a lot of cmos most cmos every cmo should care about their brand and their brand messaging and the consistency of their brand messaging and narrative around the world across all channels. Uh, and so, you know, we added that capability. So we ingest, you know, all of the companies like brand messaging, content, we understand their brand guidelines um, and their brand strategies and all of that. And so that is included, that's ingested, and that presents itself in the messaging that we deliver. Um, and CMOs are loving it because it's like, you know, I, I've always had an issue with this. So how do I manage my brand around the world in 23 countries and 23 languages, working with different marketing groups, you know, around the world, you know, you kind of give them your brand message and your brand guidelines and your brand strategy, but then you kind of leave it up to them uh, to make sure everything is on brand. So, you know, running it through Prasado, um, you know, they're ensured that their digital marketing creative across all channels around the world, multiple languages um, is on brand. And I guess that's why some of our customers. And it works. Let's go ahead. I was going to say it works for localization too, because you're saying you can do it across the across the globe. So it's obviously multilingual. But is it local? Can you localize the the wording and the content as well? Yeah, we're working. Yeah, we do that for a lot of our customers. Working with a company based out of the Netherlands, they're e-commerce first um, company, and they're growing really fast. And you'd, you'd know who they were. Um, and we've launched a campaign in a couple of weeks across 25 languages for them, digital marketing campaign across wow. multiple channels. So, you know, we build these custom language models for every customer. So I think you, you hit upon that. So we, we have the knowledge by industry, so financial services, you know, travel, um, retail, tech, telco, um, we really understand those verticals. We have a lot of great clients in those verticals, but then within the verticals, every client has their own custom language model, you know? Um, so yeah. because the gap is different than, you know, a, a competitor or Dell is different or city is different than another financial services company. So it's, it goes to that level. Yeah. And the more, the more, the more we work with our customers, the more we learn, and the more we understand um, their consumers better, and we can personalize content over time, we call it Prasada One, down to the individual, literally. So it's not the individual exactly. It's, I'd say it's like a, a micro segment of five people 
would get a different message than the others. Okay. So it's and, literally con- and, that, and that's that's kind of important, right? It's really important because you know it's about it's about engaging with people, understanding who they are and what they need and how to speak to them, um, so you can communicate with them at a, at a deeper, uh, more personal level um, to promote your products or services. And you know it's it's that kind of a, a atomic level of of detail that we get into. Um, where we can create the perfect message that allows us to generate, you know, some pretty massive results. Our, our average uplift across all of our customers is 41%. Um, and we see triple digit uplifts and we see things like wow. increasing a customer's e-commerce revenue, uplifting it by 63%. We're talking big companies now. And, you know, um, some of our customers, um, love it so much that, you know, we're seeing some, some really big deals now. You know, we're seeing some eight-figure, three- and five-year deals. Like, literally, companies are saying, wow, why don't we run all of our marketing through Prasado? And so we're seeing MarTech deals that are bigger than I've seen come out of Oracle or Adobe or Salesforce. What about for the sales, for sales enablement? Do you, does it also, can you use it to kind of improve the messaging that comes through the sales groups? Well, it's funny you say that, you know, our, we, we need to work with very big companies and it's a, it's a volume, it's a volume gain. So we work with the biggest brands in the world, like eight of the top 10 financial services companies, three of the five world's most valuable brands, 40% of the travel industry. We work with big B2C and B2SMB companies that have a lot, that spend a lot of money, um, have a lot of volume. Um, the more, the better. Um, but, but we do right. glean those insights, like I was talking to you about one of our customers that we feed it to their agency. And we've developed um, white papers on that. So there's a white paper on our website called The Right Stuff, where you can go download it for free. And it tells you, like, what language really resonates, what works and what doesn't work in retail, in financial services, in, in tech. And so we're getting a ton of downloads from that white paper. And, yeah, I, I personally go to our linguistics experts and campaign managers, and I run our creative by them. And they're very helpful um, because after a while, you know, we just know um, what works and what doesn't work. And, and you know, for, for, for some customers, the longer we work with them, you know, we don't have to run experiments anymore. We just know what's going to work. The machine just knows what's going to work. Um, right. So, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to be able to do that and not have to be concerned that you're, is my message on brand? Am I saying the right thing to this uh, audience or group of people? Like, am I really targeting the message down to as close to the individual as I can? Because I think a lot of companies are still stuck in, I can develop some content for a persona or develop a message for a persona, but I can't get any deeper than that because I just don't have the technology to help me figure out what's the right thing to say to this small group or almost like this individual person to get them, you know, to convert. Yeah, you know what it does for the first time? It makes CMOs accountable for their creative. And, yeah. you know, it's these, like, nightmare discussions around the, the conference room table with your 
you know, head of product or your CEO, your CFO, when the company might not be doing great or needs to be doing better or can we hit our stretch numbers and we're talking about the marketing and everybody thinks they're a copywriter, everybody thinks they're an art director, right? Ar armchair copywriters. Yeah. And, you know, you get these, these are funny conversations and we all laugh about them. But, you know, how can I be sure the words are, we're using are driving maximum results or why do we pick that message? I don't like that image or, you know, are we using the right emotional appeal here? How are we holding our agencies or our creative teams accountable? Get these questions all the time. With Prasado, it's like, no, no, we know with mathematical certainty that we're delivering. And you wouldn't have these discussions because, you know, the results would speak for themselves. Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, I did a, had a conversation the other day with someone who was in product marketing and Product man, kind of product management, product marketing, and he was saying when he does a demo, he wants to talk about uh, his product this way, and he says this is the way we need to talk about it. But I said, what does the customer? How does the customer talk about it? Well, we, we need to talk about it this way. But I said, yeah, but what does the customer say? Well, the customer says something completely different. I said, well, you kind of have to start with the customer and what they want, right? You have to understand what your customer is asking for, and then you kind of groom them into a bigger story or whatever that you want to do but it's just it's just interesting that we think things should be said one way but if you go out and do the analysis with a tool like Prasado you find out that's not really what you need to say you need to say it this way no and it's, and it's amazing what yeah. subtle changes in language can do it's it is amazing and you know you're right and you know we do this at, at scale so it's it's customers it's consumers it's millions of people who are engaging with this marketing are they're voting. They're saying, I like this. I don't like that. I like that word with that word. Yeah. I mean, we can break it down to the, the atomic level, to the word level. So how, what is the exact right wording um, for this headline and this subhead and this CTA and this product description? It's not like let's test this ad against that ad. They both could be bad ads, right? So you're picking the best of the worst. Or even multivariate testing, you're testing a few variables, you know, or, or like dynamic creative optimization. You're, that's kind of a media thing, and you're, you're serving up ads that resonate with different audiences, but they're, it's an entire block of an ad. You know, it's not, it's not breaking it down to the word level and really going granular on that type of analysis. There's thousands of different combinations yeah. that, that, could be, that could be put together um, for an ad or a – yeah. Email subject line body copy whatever whatever you're talking about across channels. That's I think that's what's special about it, and that's what you know nobody else does. And with so many messages out there and so many p companies competing for your attention, you need to find that right message as best you can and as fast as you can and get it out there to rise above all of that noise that you know we, we all try to ignore from day to day, but you need to you need to find a way to break through. So yeah, I think it's very interesting. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. So that's great. Um, thank you very much, Van. I think this has been very interesting. Very. Like I said, words are what I live by. So I think that finding the right words is the best way you can. Is going to work every time. Yeah. As our tagline says, words matter, and they sure do. Yep. Um, no, no matter what you do, I think words matter. Yep. 
Perfect. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks everyone for thanks everyone for listening.